on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Greg Matzik. Well, the bad news is the Brewers lost to the Reds by a score of 7-5 here at American Family Field. Perhaps the worst news, the Brewers are now chasing the St. Louis Cardinals in the NL Central Division. And if the playoffs began today, thankfully they don't. The Brewers would be on the outside looking in. They continue to stumble against bottom feeders in the division and are now 58-49 and 49 on the season. Welcome in. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. I'm Greg Matzik. We'll go to about 11 o'clock tonight here and take your calls at 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Uh, what started off as a game where I, I thought the umpires were going to be the story, and they certainly were a component. Uh, Angel Hernandez behind the plate. You never know exactly what you're going to get. In fact, it changes inning by inning. You had some weird calls on the field. You had a what appeared to be a stolen base by Christian Yelich at third base. Well, he was called out. Replays indicated he was safe, but the folks in New York did not overturn the call, and that uh, afforded an opportunity for the Brewers in the early going of this game. I, but really, this was about the Brewers' bullpen, the once again unsettled Brewers' bullpen after the trade of Josh Hader, allowing three runs tonight. Normally the bullpen, pretty solid, and if they do their job and keep the Reds off the scoreboard, we might be talking about a different ball game tonight. Some sloppiness from Aaron Ashby as well. Not a clean night of pitching for the Milwaukee Brewers. And some missed opportunities at the plate as well against a Reds team that improves to 43-63. and 63. We'll come back with your phone calls. Vinny Rotina will join us. We've got some highlights as well from the ballpark as they get it ready for tomorrow's game against Cincinnati. Wrapping up a three-game series here at American Family Field. 7-5 the final. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. His 11th of the year, and the Brewers are on the board. It's 4-1 to one Reds. Yeah, Brewers did, did some damage in the fourth inning. Andrew McCutcheon with his 11th home run of the year, 420 feet to left center field. Keston Hero followed with his ninth of the season. That was a missile, 428 feet to left center. The long ball it was very much a storyline in tonight's game, unfortunately, more so for the Reds than it was the Brewers. Missed opportunities, sloppiness on the mound for Milwaukee. Yes, there was questionable calls behind the plate and in the field, uh, but put the combo platter on the plate, and it's uh, a loss here for the Brewers, 7-5 the final. Out the text line up and running at 855-616-1620. Note from Doug here saying, Greg, another loss to a left-handed pitcher, and nothing was done in a trade to help it out. Just pitching, which certainly hasn't looked good, lost the four games of these game, uh, series very quick. Hopefully they can get back at it tomorrow. 16-17 and 17 are the Brewers against lefty starting pitchers this season. Not great, not terrible. Uh, I, I'm more concerned with what the Brewers' record is against pitchers who are number one, number two, and number three in the rotation because those are the kinds of arms you're going to see in the postseason. Do a little digging on that, and the run production certainly is not great. As we welcome in Vinny Rotino from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. You know, Vinny, I I guess my takeaway here is is missed opportunities for the Brewers. There were several, and more sloppiness, I guess, from the bullpen. Not critical mistakes, but when you put them together... You know, you got Suter, you got Milner, you got Jake McGee on the mound. Each one of them gives up a run, a home run. So three runs allowed by the bullpen in a game that was decided by two runs. So those are the kind of mistakes you just can't seem to make. 
uh, and, and the Brewers are, are in a bit of a rut here with their bullpen. Yeah, in all home runs, all the home runs hit tonight were, were on mistakes, even the ones that Aaron Ashby gave up. And it was it was walks that got to Ashby. And it, it seemed like the Reds got seven runs on the board, and they didn't really have many rallies, right? I mean, it's kind of how the Brewers score runs as well. It's like some home runs. I mean, the Reds hit uh, four of them. No, I'm sorry, five home runs tonight. Sorry, four home runs, one by Ashby and then three by the, the relievers. So it's like, yeah, you cannot make those mistakes, especially late in the game, like you said, Greg, where they got to hold the other team. They, gotta, they have to have – some sort of chance to get back into the game. And their, their middle relief bullpen has kind of been a, a thorn in their side a little bit um, all year long when they are behind to hold them to, to you know, a deficit that is manageable to come back. It was it was on display tonight that they weren't able to do that. It's been on display a little bit all year. Um, so, yeah, they got to figure that out for sure. Well, Aaron Ashby continues to to tease Brewers fans, I think, right? Because the yeah. stuff is there. There's no question about that. And he's young. I get it. And, and there's going to be growing pains. Uh, I'm not so much concerned about the record. Um, it, that is what it is. Uh, just you look at the ERA, where should it be? You'd love to see that under four for a guy who's sort of middle back end of a rotation. That's, that's a good spot to be. Uh, but he was his own worst enemy tonight here, Vinny. Five walks. So you, you talk about the Reds not really having that sustained rally where they were just putting ball after ball into play, walks came around to score, and that was an issue here. Ashby was his own worst enemy at times. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, every single inning that they got runs on the board, is it, it was a walk that started it, and a couple doubles after that. And it, and Ashby, to your point, I mean, the stuff is absolutely there. I mean, we, that's a great word, a great way to phrase that. We are teased by him at this point, but we know what's coming, right? I mean, we hope and we think and we believe that the command is going to continue to improve, and he's going to learn how to really pitch. He's a thrower now. I mean, it, it's a sinker from the left side at 97. 93 tonight to 97, I think, is what he was for his velocity on the sinker. And then he's got three really good secondary pitches to go with it. Now he's just got to learn how to use these pitches, how to pair them off of each other. Um, and, and he will. It's amazing that you, you the major leagues is so hard, even against a team like the Reds. They just do not let you get away with mistakes. Every ball that he put over the middle of the plate was barreled up. And uh, they were, you know, going for extra base hits, including a home run. So um, he he will be fine. It's just um, at this time in a playoff race, you just kind of need him to step up. He is a guy that the Brewers are going to need to step up because it is going to look like a very difficult playoff race at this point now that the St. Louis Cardinals have taken the lead. And their schedule is a little bit easier than the Brewers going forward. 855-616-1620 if you'd like to join us. A couple calls trickling in, more on the text line. We'll get to that and highlights of the game as we hear from Brewers manager Craig Council as well. More Brewers Extra Innings after this on WTMJ. That's line to the gap in left center. This is going to be an extra base hit off the wall. Colton Wong around third. He'll be held there wisely. Jason Lane on a double off the bat of Christian Yelich, who is the DH tonight. All right. Nice night at the plate for Christian Yelich. Starting to drive the ball into the gap in left center. You love to see that from Yelich. Uh, the ball's still not leaving the ballpark, but home run numbers are down by and large throughout the season, unless your name is Aaron Judge. Uh, but a little too late for the Brewers. That ninth inning rally just not enough as the bullpen coughs up 
three runs all via the solo home run, and the Brewers fall to the Reds 7-5. And you heard Vinny mention it. They are out of the playoffs looking in after tonight's loss, coupled with a Cardinals win. So it's St. Louis on top of the division, Brewers in the wild card race, and they are currently on the outside of that race looking in, entering tomorrow's game. 855-616-1620, the Akinet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Vinny, before we get too much further, uh, did you ever catch a game in which Angel Hernandez was the plate umpire? No, but we talked about Angel Hernandez earlier in the year on this show, and I got to tell you, he is not a good umpire. We all see that. I mean, he's calling balls, like two and three balls off the plate inside on righties. But I'll tell you what, he is a tremendously nice guy. I used to talk to him. I was a nobody, right, that's coming up from AAA and playing uh, Major League Spring training games. And this guy would always, you know, call you by your first name. How's it going? How's your family? Blah, blah, blah. Like, the tremendously nice guy. Not a very good umpire, Greg. But, but, but to that point, it is very difficult to hit. When I, I don't so much mind when guys call balls off of the plate outside, but when they're calling balls inside off of the plate, it's too hard. I mean, that those some of those pitches by Nick Lodolo at 96 miles an hour are, are two and three balls off the plate to a right-handed hitter. It is very difficult to cover that pitch and then the one away and then the off-speed pitches away because you have to cheat. Your, your brain says, okay, that's a strike. I better get the bat going early, and now you're susceptible to everything away. So that's why you just can't do that if you're Angel Hernandez. It, it, and he's very inconsistent as well. So big play in the game here. It appeared as if Aaron Ashby was going to pick a runner off of first base. Rowdy Telez makes a nice throw to second. They get a runner who was caught leaning, headed to second base. And you thought, okay, here we go. He's out. But then Angel Hernandez called a balk on Aaron Ashby. Was it a balk? Yeah, I mean, box are, are so difficult. It's such a judgment call, and then sometimes umpires just like to insert themselves, and Angel Hernandez is one of those. So I personally, unless it's an obvious box, which I didn't think it was, don't call it. you got to let him play. Let's talk to Sparky in Madison. You're on WTMJ. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sparky. Hey, thanks, fellas, uh, for taking my call. Well, what a disappointing week. You know, you, you trade a potential first ballot Hall of Famer for four prospects, and prospects, you never know where they're going to end up. But you know what? What does this say about uh, Woodruff, Corbin Burns, and Williams down the road now? Are they going to lock these guys up? Are, they, are these guys going to want to stay in Milwaukee? You, you know, offensively, you don't have much of a team offensively. So I'm just wanting down the road how this is going to impact the future with those three guys. So I'd like to see what you guys might think of that, okay? Appreciate the phone call, Sparky. Yeah, we, we talked about this uh, last time we did a show together, Vinny. Just, I, I, I get it, right? You, you, you trade a four-time All-Star, and on paper, uh, maybe you're not that much worse than you were pre-Josh Hader, but clubhouse morale cannot be measured in analytics. And, and right now you're looking at a bullpen that is sort of unsettled and scuffling, and we've got a note on the text line saying, why does Craig Council bring in relievers that just sort of put gas on the fire like Brent Suter? It's not been a great season for Brent Suter. But, but tell me right now, who out of the bullpen is really in a groove aside of Devin Williams? And the answer to that is really nobody. Brad Boxberg is probably next best on the list, and he's had some scuffles here. So what was settled is now unsettled. And long-term, with the names that were mentioned, the Brewers have never been a $20 million a year to a pitcher kind of team. I don't know if they can be. I think, luckily, the baseball system allows for that to be delayed, and maybe you've got other guys coming up through the system. But 
I don't know. The comments of Josh Hader were very interesting in San Diego saying this team is all in. They really want to win. They want to go for it. Right? Those are buzzwords in Major League Baseball. That was probably frustrating for Brewers fans to hear. But this is the team, right? They piece things together this year and get back on the right side of things. I, I, I think this team has what it takes, but they've been dealt a blow, and I think it was unexpected, and it might take them a minute to recover from that. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. A.J. Pruszynski said on the broadcast tonight, um, because it was it was a Fox game, I believe, or a YouTube game or whatever. I don't understand that whole thing, quite frankly. But, <laughs> but, but I think but it was he, Snapchat, Vinny. It might have been Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat game. <laughs> but but he, he had an interesting comment about that. He said, you know, it just it takes a little bit, maybe a week or a couple of days, just to just to kind of like – look around and say, okay, what just happened for one? And now let's go ahead and and continue to play baseball. And they will. It's just like, to your point though, everyone's got to find their new role in this thing and everyone's got to just settle in and figure it out. I mean, look at the end of the day, I think the brewers and and the brewers fans, I think there's going to be a long, successful, sustained run at the playoffs. Now, uh, that's just it. They, they are. I mean, if you look at the Tampa Bay Rays after uh, Blake Snell won the Cy Young Award in 2018, they deal him to the San Diego Padres for a bunch of prospects. So, so I mean, those kinds of deals have worked out for a lot of teams, a lot of small market teams like the Rays, and they have, have been a perpetual playoff contender. Now, what the Brewers do have now is a bunch of interesting prospects, and they can use those guys as currency as they did in the Christian Yelich deal in the offseason. So, Yes, I totally get it. It was a blow. They're going to have to find new roles. They'll get over it in the clubhouse. And, and, and I think, you know, at the end of the day, this team is talented enough to, to win the World Series. They really are just because of their pitching. They just have to start playing like it. I think they will sooner than later. 855-616-1620. If you'd like to join us here again, the Brewers fall to the Reds 7-5 at American Family Field. They are now out of first place in the NL Central. Cardinals in a bit of a groove right now, and they've taken over the lead in the division by one game over the crew. More Brewers Extra Innings right after this on WTMJ. The throw coming on. Yelich is going to score standing. And McCutcheon picks up his second RBI in the game. Yeah, too little, too late for the Brewers. They fall to the Reds 7-5 here at American Family Field. Eight hits for the Reds, nine hits for the Brewers, and an air. Both teams left eight men on base. Frustrating loss for the Brewers, and that's been the, the story here, really, uh, after that Red Sox series, and really the final game of the Red Sox series. Spoiled what was uh, otherwise an outstanding series in Boston prior to the disaster in Pittsburgh. We bring back Vinny Rotino here on Brewers Extra Innings. Uh, Vinny, I, we talked to the uh, our last caller, Sparky, about you know pitching and can he hang on to Woodruff, Peralta, and Burns? How long can he keep these guys? Arbitration might help that situation a little bit, uh, but I think the the Josh Hader trade taught us something that the Brewers aren't afraid to move on from someone if, if they think that it's going to be just too expensive. Uh, one of the guys that came back in that trade, Robert Gasser, made his debut tonight at Biloxi. Five innings pitched, two hits, no runs, five strikeouts. Um, I, this is a guy that was at high A ball, now moving to the double A system here for the Brewers. He is already, already a top 10 prospect. Um, I, I get it. Nobody has seen him at the double A level, and hitters adjust just like pitchers adjust. But a nice debut, and it's, it, it's 
it's why you build young arms through your system because guys end up getting to a point where they're just sort of priced out of your orbit. And what are the Brewers really, really good at, and they've proven to be really, really good at, is developing starting pitching, right? I mean, they've developed if, – if people – you know, just kind of look back at history, you know, Corbin Burns in 2019 was the worst pitcher in all of Major League Baseball in terms of starting pitching. I mean, he had like a seven ERA through a handful, a good number of starts they gave him. And then he was moved down to AAA. And I think he was brought up later in the year as a reliever. But he, the Chris Hook and company, they totally transformed him into a Cy Young Award winner. Brandon Woodruff, I saw him in AAA. He did, he, he was 93-95. He got hit. He did not have a good breaking ball. They developed him into a what we call a roll seven starter, meaning a one or a two. And he's pitched like it. And then same thing with Freddie Peralta. There was a big question whether or not he was going to be able to be a starter and he is a starter and then some also a frontline guy so they're really good at this um and and a robert gasser who i heard was up to 94 to 96 tonight which is very encouraging to, to see that kind of velocity from the left side looks like a little bit of a funky uh release point so there's there's a lot of encouraging signs um, that they're going to be able to develop these guys now whether or not they're going to be able to retain a woodruff and a burns I'm not so sure after watching that deal with Josh Hader, so I, I, I don't know. But we know this. If they do get traded, they will get a haul of, pro- of prospects in return because those two guys in particular are going to impact uh, another team, uh, you know, with being, the, you know, an ace of the team. So they'll get a return that hopefully the Brewers will be able to develop. All right, Vinny, we'll get some rest. We'll try this again tomorrow. My advice to you, make a Bloody Mary. Put it in the fridge tonight. That way when you get up and uh, are at it tomorrow morning, it's, it's already kind of soaked in and absorbed everything. The flavors <laughs> tend to mix better if you put it in the fridge the night before. I will trust you because I know you're a connoisseur, Greg. I appreciate <laughs> Thank you very it. Much. Thank you very much. Good stuff, Vinny. We'll talk again soon. There goes uh, Vinny Rotino from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. We'll take you through the highlights of tonight's game coming up on the other side. 7-5, the final Reds top the Brewers in game two of a three-game series here in Milwaukee. More after this on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Greg Matzik. Aaron Ashby on the mound for the Brewers. Lefty Nick Lodolo for the Reds. Game two of a three-game series at American Family Field. After a scoreless first, the Reds broke through in the second. Lead-off walk to Aristides. Aquino proved costly with Albert Almora Jr. at the plate. Aaron Ashby caught Aquino leaning, but a walk was called, allowing Aquino second base. Almora delivered just moments later. Here it is. Line to left. This is trouble into the corner. McCutcheon's going to run it down. It's going to be at least a double for Albert Almora Jr. And the uh, reaction from the crowd that you're hearing is because of the balk call. Yeah, spot on by Bob Euchre. Fans not happy with uh, the umpiring here in Milwaukee, especially early in this game. Two batters and two outs later, the Reds added to their lead. Big hits they got in a game, or somebody else did, swinging a drive to right center and deep. This is trouble, and it is off the wall. Another run is going to score, throw to second base, going to be late for the sliding Jonathan India on a run-scoring double. It remains 2-0 in the fourth when Ashby walked the leadoff hitter, El Mora, setting the stage for Jose Barrero. And the 1-1 pitch. Fly ball deep left center field. 
Taylor going back, looking up, and it is way out of here. Jose Barrero's first hit of the season is a two-run home run into the Brewers' bullpen, and it's 4 to nothing Cincinnati. First hit of the season, first home run of the season, first career home run, and it gave the Reds a 4-0 lead. Brewers finally put a crooked number on the board in the four. 3-1. High fly ball, deep center field. Back on it is Sinzel at the track. Gone! Andrew McCutcheon. His 11th of the year, and the Brewers are on the board. It's 4-1. 420 feet to left center, Lane Grindle on the call. After Mike Brasso lined out, Hunter Renfro walked. Next man up, Keston Hero. 1-2. High fly ball. Deep left. Almora back. Gone! Keston Hero, a two-run shot. And the Brewers are within a run. It's 4-3. 428 feet to left, a missile off the bat of here to make it 4-3. Both starting pitchers were at four and two-thirds innings. Buck Farmer entered the game after Lodolo hit. Christian Yelich served up a single to Willie Adamas, then walked McCutcheon on consecutive batters. Mike Brasso struck out. Enter Farmer, who faced Hunter Renfro with the bases loaded. It's Renfro on the pitch. Bouncer hit back to Buck Farmer and the underhand flip to Joey Votto, and he gets out of it for the Reds with no further damage. Yeah, missed opportunity for the Brewers in their half of the inning. In the Reds' half of the sixth, with Homie Milner on the mound, Barrero hit another home run, his second of the night, second of the season to make it 5-3. to three. Another opportunity in the sixth, Victor Caratini with a two-out double to left center. Tyrone Taylor singled to put runners on first and second for Christian Yelich. Here he comes. Yelich hits a line drive to right. Around third, the throw coming on. There's going to be a play, and they got him. Aquino with a one-hop strike to Romine, and they cut down Caratini. Just an atrocious decision by Jason Lane. Perfect throw, but it didn't need to be. Just an average throw gets Caratini by plenty at the plate. So you're looking at Caratini being thrown out at home plate. Not a great runner. He's a catcher. He's the only healthy catcher with experience on the roster. Just a terrible decision. Otherwise, you're looking at bases loaded. I'll take my chances with Willie Adamas at the plate in that situation. But instead, the Brewers run their way out of the inning. Enter Jake McGee, who proved to be one of three Brewers relievers to serve up a long ball. He's a fly ball deep left. McCutcheon back at the track, and it is gone for Joey Votto. His 11th home run of the season, and it's a 6-3 Cincinnati lead. They would add to that lead the following inning. And the 1-1 pitch. That's lined to the gap in left center. This is going to be an extra base hit off the wall. Colton Wong around third. He'll be held there wisely by Jason Lane on a double off the bat of Christian Yelich, who is the DH tonight. All right. That was in the ninth, so the Brewers showed their comeback chops. It was 7-3 entering the ninth inning. Colton Wong pinch hit for Tyro Taylor and hit a single, infield single as it were, and Yelich followed with that double. Run put on the board in the name of Willie Adams. Willie swinging a double play ball off the glove of Strickland, picked up by India. If Strickland doesn't touch that ball, it's a double play. He stuck the glove down, got a glove on it. India picked it up, threw out Adamas, a run scored. 
All right, that made it 7-4. Enter Andrew McCutcheon. Delivers. McCutcheon, shallow center. Senzel, the catch, the throw coming on. Yelich is going to score standing. And McCutcheon picks up his second RBI in the game. Last man standing for the Brewers was Mike Brasso, who hit the ball hard all night long. He was not rewarded for his contact, nor was he at the end of the game. Delivers. Brasso to left, deep, get up, get up, it's on the warning track and going to be caught to end this game. Got under it just enough to keep it in the ballpark. That would have made things very interesting, but sadly the Brewers fall to the Reds. 7-5 the final, seven runs, eight hits, no errors for the Reds. For the Brewers, five, uh, five runs on nine hits, one error, eight men left on base. Aaron Ashby takes the loss. He falls to 2-10. and 10. Buck Farmer, the win. 35,784 tonight at American Family Field. Time of game, 3 hours and 30 minutes. More after this on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers ring the bell tonight with home runs from Andrew McCutcheon and Keston Hira. And remember that you do not have to wait until Christmas time to ring the bell and put money in the Salvation Army Red Kettle. Donate now at samilwaukee.org. Let's grab Mason, who was at the game tonight, all the way up from Texas. Wish you got to see a win tonight, Mason. Welcome to Brewers Extra Innings. Yeah, we would love to see a win. My son was clapping and everything. He was right there. Uh, We're on a little road trip. Uh, He just turned 13, so I wanted to get 13 stadiums under his belt before we got home. And this oh, was number incredible, 12. man. Awesome stuff. What was your last stop? Uh, well, we're going to hit the Cubs if it doesn't rain out. Uh, but, okay. <laughs> you know, I have to get back home, too. But the Cubs are on the way home. Awesome, man. What do you think about tonight's game? Well, I got a couple questions. Uh, my son's in the car right now. We have um, one, one question is, uh, first, I want to give kudos to you guys. Because I'm 52 years old, and I still remember with my dad leaving the game and listening to you guys on the way home. Not you, but, you know, we were angels with Noah Ryan, Brian Downing, and, you know, all the good old boys. Uh, but kudos for you guys for what you do for us. Appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, hey, uh, so what, what our question is, we uh, is on the Bach, and then in, um, was it Kansas City and also Minnesota, we've been seeing this new pitch I've never seen, and my son's a pitcher. It's called the knuckle curve. So if you could first talk about the Bach and then explain the knuckle curve to us. We, we were confused on the Bach because it looked like a pretty much regular routine that he was doing all night. Yeah, you know, and I asked Vinny about it, just his perspective, uh, especially as a catcher, what he thought, and it, it, in, in paraphrasing here, but Vinny didn't think it was egregious. You know, I, I wasn't thinking that what, that's what was holding up the play, so I didn't see it in real time as an issue. I thought more the, the issue was, all right, did the foot come off the bag at second? Was a, was a tag applied? Like, I, I thought that's what they were looking at. Uh, you know, I, if, if you broke it down and tried to draw, like, a line, you would probably see that Aaron Ashby's foot or leg came a little bit more forward than is likely allowed, and that's what Angel Hernandez called. Now, the problem is the call was made after Angel Hernandez soiled himself on a couple of ball-and-strike calls that did not go the Brewers' way. So he had already ingrained himself in the bad graces of Brewers fans, and that certainly did not help. But everybody was confused, I think, in the park at the time because the throw was made. It wasn't... uh, you know, just an emphatic call by Hernandez. He's kind of sort of pointed to second base. So it left everybody in a bit of confusion. That's uh, the one thing. 
I, knuckle curve, I, I got to be honest, I don't know who's throwing it anymore in Major League Baseball. I'm, I'm sure you can find it. I don't know that anybody in the Brewers roster has it, um, but it, it's just what it is. It's, it's your, your curveball or slider kind of motion with your arm. Um, you know, you're more on the, on the side of the seams as you sort of pronate your hand forward. Um, and you got your knuckles sort of dug into the seams. And, and pitchers will use different knuckles to kind of make sure they've got grip and guidance on the ball. Uh, it's, a, it's a tricky pitch to control. If you've got control of it and you've become an expert at it, you've probably got a lot of swings and misses on it. But uh, I, it feels like that was maybe more in vogue in the mid to late 90s. I don't know where it is right now. I'm not sure who exactly is throwing it. Um, you're certainly not getting a lot of spin on that ball, right? They talk about spin rate so much in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Um, and spin rate is such a big deal. It's part of the deep-rooted analytics of the game. And if you got great spin rate like a Corbin Burns, you, you, hitters are just left off balance. Um, but that'd be interesting. I'd be interested to dig back and see where the knuckle curve is yeah. uh, on players' radars. Yeah, and I'll try to text you or email you where we saw it. We saw it at two stadiums, and it said knuckle curve. It said the pitch afterwards. And that my son kind of thought of that. But there's not many knuckleball throwers, and most of them were taught by the ex-knuckleball throwers, That, in my understanding. Yeah, so, well, you, you had knuckleballers pitching in their mind. late 40s, <laughs> back in the day of the Necro brothers and so on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Phil Necro, Phil Necro. Yeah, I, is Steve Sparks, maybe the, one of the last yeah. knuckleballers I can think of uh, in a Brewer's uniform. Uh, he once hurt himself trying to rip a phone book in half. That's a, a story for a different time. Got some final thoughts on the program. <laughs> we'll have it after this on WTMJ. And we are out of time with the program. We'll be back tomorrow with Brewers warm-up at noon. First pitch tomorrow, 110. Brewers extra innings to follow. Thank you for being a part of our night on WTMJ.